Hi there, and welcome to a different way of seeing. Have you ever wondered how a disabled person lives their life? Join our host Lois Drachen as she chats to people about work, education, travel, sport, the arts, and leisure, and the tools and techniques they use to live their lives with the disability. And now, on with the show. Hi there, and welcome to today's episode of A Different Way of Seeing, a podcast where we talk all things disability. I'm your host, Lois Strachan, and today we are chatting with Richard Riemann, the audiobook wizard, who's joining us from Imagination Storybooks. Richard, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on A Different Way of Seeing. Thank you so much, Lois, for having me as a guest. Appreciate well, it. It's fantastic to, to have you. And I've been following your podcast of your storybooks for some time now. And it's really great to have you on the show with us to learn a little bit more about you, about your organization, and about the fantastic work that you're doing to make storybooks accessible to children who are visually impaired and those who are hearing impaired. So let's learn a little bit more first of all and just ask you to perhaps tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Sure. I uh, had a career in radio news. I was comfortable telling stories in front of a microphone then became an audiobook narrator, narrating hundreds of books. And I saw a gap in the audiobook world, which is the children's illustrated books don't make good audiobooks without the pictures. They are, in some cases, just long poems or stories that, without the pictures, don't make a lot of sense. So I have been a, a guide for blind skiers in the past and a volunteer at Learning Ally, which is recording books for the blind. And I said, why don't we combine audio description, which is growing in TVs and shows and movies and streaming services and live theater, where everything is described, uh, in this case uh, on video, in between the dialogue. Well, we have the advantage with the storybooks of describing the pictures in between the narration of the book. And we have the gift of time. So we have a co-narrator, who one who tells the story, and the other who's giving us rich descriptions of the pictures. I'm curious because usually people become involved in the world of disability because of a personal contact, what actually piqued your interest and and brought you into the world of being, as you say, a, a ski guide for blind skiers, the the narrator of, of books for the blind? What not piqued that interest in the first place? It was just, it really started as just an opportunity uh, as a skier myself to to help um, skiers who are blind, um, it, it's just something that 
you know, doing something most sighted people can't do, escaping uh, out of their houses uh, in wintertime. Um, it was such a thrill. And, you know, there was just such joy in doing that, that I became, you know, aware of the blind community. And then eventually, ironically, um, I have uh, progressive glaucoma myself and I'm losing my eyesight. But I still had this vision of making children's illustrated books accessible to all children. So tell us about the founding of the company Imagination Storybooks and the audio division. How did that come about? Yes, we started out with just audio uh, and aiming it at, at blind children and doing stories, um, making them available for free at the described and captioned media program channel that is funded by the Department of Education. And we quickly learned that uh, they wanted more than just audio. Not all blind children are totally blind. They have some vision. And so we started doing videos that are described. And then the deaf community came in and said, you know, there's such a shortage of videos with American Sign Language. Could you add ASL to your videos? And we said, absolutely. So we're serving both the blind and deaf communities in um, our Storybooks Club on our website, imaginationstorybooks.org. And our podcast, which is Illustrated Audiobooks with the Audiobook Wizard. And that is me, uh, who is the wizard uh, introducing all the stories. And, you know, it's easy to talk about it, but um, it's, it's better to show you uh, what, uh, what we do. I can play a short uh, audio example of one of our stories, if I may. That would be absolutely fantastic. Please go ahead. Okay. Share sound. Here we go. This is Ricky the Rock that Couldn't Roll. Over the lake and out past the bay was a green grassy hill where the rocks came to play. On the hilltop, rocks of all sizes laugh as they roll and bounce down toward a lake. A couple of Big boulders wait while little pebbles follow each other down in a zigzag line. One of the stones wears eyeglasses. A smaller one wears a headband. At the bottom of the hill, Ricky, the grey rock, peeks out from behind some ferns and grass. The ladybug, Bria, sits by him. They would race to the top to take in the view, then roll their way down, the way rocks love to do. But the one trait that seemed to be shared by them all was that every rock there was shaped like a ball. And because they were round, they could easily roll through the grass, past the lake, up and over the knoll. Except for poor Ricky, who quietly sat. You see, Rick couldn't roll because one side was flat. So that's an example of uh, one of the books that we have made into both audio and video. The, uh, the narrator of that, Johnny Heller, is one of the top audiobook narrators uh, in the United States who volunteered his voice. And the female voice you heard doing the audio description 
is actually my daughter, Erin, Erin Riemann, who is a narrator herself. So we're a family business. So take us through the process of how you get to that point. You start presumably with the selection of the books. How do you go yes. from that through to the finished product? What is involved in that process? Well, we are on the lookout for books that are not just entertaining, but also either feature characters who may have visible or invisible dis disabilities and uh, to normalize their, you know, their existence in the books, uh, you know, whether it be children or creatures, a fox with cochlear implants is one of the stories that we did. And uh, also uh, books that um, are anti-bullying or have some important messages for all children. And all we do is get the permission of the author we help. Uh, we ask them to help us fund it, if uh, if uh, possible, uh, the production of each book, and we get a PDF of the images of the book, and we take it from there. Uh, we have audio description writers who are professionals. They work at Netflix and uh, HBO and, and many different places, and they love writing the description of the children's uh, picture books pictures. And then we have professional narrators. We have over a hundred volunteers and 18 of them are blind or low vision themselves who are narrating our stories. In fact, we're doing the wonderful Wizard of Oz coming up with an all blind and low vision cast. Everybody who is part of the production uh, has a, a visual uh, issue. So it's uh, it really... Um, you know, we have an audio editor, uh, Tristan Snyder, who's totally blind, who does all our audio. And we are producing about one to two books now every week. That's quite phenomenal output, considering the amount of work that must be involved in creating the audio described version plus the ASL version. So your team must be incredibly hardworking. It is. I mean, we have um, you know, my nonprofit, Imagination Storybooks. I'm the only full-time employee. Everybody else is a, a volunteer or a, uh, a vendor for us. Um, so, yeah, we just have to find the right people. And, and it's been easy because, you know, people just love what we're doing. It's it's different. It's not being done elsewhere. Absolutely. And as you say, you know, there's such a need for children, particularly children with disabilities, to be able to see themselves reflected in the books that they're reading and for other people to be able to see that having a disability is, as you say, it's normal. It makes the child no different from a child without a disability. So exactly, it's very Lois. important work. Yeah. yeah. And, and one very important thing I learned, National Foundation of the Blind report, 90% of children are not learning, blind children are not learning Braille. They are being mainstreamed. So they are totally dependent upon audio. 
they're not being taught to read books in Braille. So this is really at the ages of three to eight, where we're targeting uh, these kids, critically important to give them books like this that they can understand. Um, we also have downloadable Braille files with our, uh, with our videos and audio um, um, books um, so that parents of blind children can print out our books with audio description on their home Braille printers. But that's still only 10% of blind children today. That's a surprisingly low number, but you know the, the, the conversation around education of special schools versus mainstreaming and Braille versus audio is, is a very complicated one and probably not one that we've got time to dive into today. But I still, you know, I, I think there is such a, a gap for the the books that you are producing. So full commendations to you and your team for the work that you're doing. Well, thank you. And as time is going on, we're learning that um, when we create these audiobooks with description of the pictures, they're for all children. Now children can listen to illustrated books in their car. Or, you know, or at home on their devices or on their phones. Um, it, it opens up a whole new world because chapter books, of course, are, are audio books. But illustrated books have not been up until now. So that's why we're telling the publishers, please make accessible versions of your audio books. And they're, they're for everyone, not just blind children. As a children's book author myself. You know, I, it's one of the, the questions that I've really wrestled with is how to make my illustrated children's books accessible to children who are visually impaired. And it's really great to be knowing that there are services like yours that are helping to fill that gap. If people would like to find some of your work and the, the books that you're producing, where should they look for them? Well, first, they should go to the podcast, uh, Illustrated Audiobooks with the Audiobook Wizard. And that's available on Spotify and everywhere podcasts are heard. Um, and you can hear, I think we have about 50 of our books up on the podcast now. We have a storybooks club on our website where people can join for $9.99 a month, U.S. Uh, or $90.90 a year, and get access to um, these audio and video books um, and uh, with uh, that are accessible. We also offer the option, uh, certainly in the U.S., for parents of blind and deaf children, they can qualify to see all of our videos for free by going to dcmp.org. That's the Described and Captioned Media Program, dcmp.org. And we have a, um, a channel there with 140 video books already. And if people would like to reach out to you or to the organization to find out more about the behind-the-scenes work, you have mentioned the website, but perhaps you could repeat that for me. 
Sure. It's imaginationstorybooks.org, O-R-G. Uh, we're a nonprofit. And really, if, if they want to contact me directly, authors want to contact me directly, that's fine. It's Richard at imaginationstorybooks.org. So as a final question, what does the future hold for the audiobook wizard? Well, we are creating an app. Um, so you will be able to have accessible storybooks uh, on your phone uh, in an app uh, and also on tablets. So we're expanding beyond just home computers and laptops. That's the number one thing we're working on. Number two is we have um, basically an initiative to do bilingual books, as many as possible in Spanish, certainly. Uh, and even on our website now, uh, you have the option in our accessibility toolbar to uh, see the site in 100 different languages. And our hope is that as, as we move forward, we can do uh, all of these books in a hundred different languages. That's quite a remarkable goal. Richard, thank you so much for joining us on A Different Way of Seeing today. It's been fascinating to learn a little bit more about the work that you're doing. As I've said, I've been following your podcast for some time and really enjoying being able to access the children's books with the audio description. So we wish you every success taking imagination storybooks into the future. Thank you so much, Lois. Thank you for listening to A Different Way of Seeing. We would love to connect with you. So find Lois at loisstrachen.com or Facebook, Lois Strachan Speaker. This podcast was edited by Craig Strachan using Hindenburg Pro. Hindenburg, it's all about the story. The credits are done at Naledi Media. Naledi Media, all your vocal needs under one roof. Read by Charlie Jassy. That's it for now. Thank you for joining us and see you next time when we bring you into the world of seeing differently.